Welcome everyone to Kazi Podcast. My name is Gono Marcellus and you are listening to our second part of our series, Remedy and Calamity. This podcast was designed as a source of encouragement for you and your family while we face this tough time together. A doctor once said, tough time don't last, tough people do. Let me say this again, tough time don't last, tough people do. I know we are facing a horrible disease and it affecting the whole world. So many families has been affected some way or another. But today, instead of focusing on the negative, I would like to take some time to review some of the great things that came out of this pandemic. I know there are plenty we can choose from, but this week I will be going over five benefits that came out of this calamity. Number one. This pandemic help us to prioritize. This pandemic help us to prioritize. Like I don't need to go outside my house. I don't need to go hang out with people. I don't need to do certain things. Now I'm more focused on what matters at this time. I'm more focused. I'm more able to prioritize on the task that matters. Not the task that are going to just waste my time. Um, so that this pandemic really help us to prioritize. Secondly, this pandemic help us to be conscious of our daily routine. I, I've never known any days of my life until now that I'm so conscious of where my hand is going, that I'm so conscious of what I touch, where I go, who's around me, um, what area do I go. And for the first time, I'm really conscious of when my hand is going to my face. For the first time, I'm so conscious of what I do. So this pandemic really helping us to step our health game where we stay um, clean. We keep our hands clean. We keep all the things that we do. We, we, we become mindful of them. And people that are around us, we are very mindful of the distance that they are. So that's really cool. That's a really good things that this pandemic help us to do. Number three, this pandemic help us to spend our money wisely. This pandemic help us to spend our money wisely. Since we don't know for how long we're going to be going through this, we no longer spend on things that aren't necessary. Now, the things that we spend on is toilet paper, food, hand sanitizer. Those are like the essentials. We need these things and we don't we don't go to malls ordering clothes anymore. We don't spend money on clothes because it's not essential because we got plenty of it at home. But before we used to spend unwisely, but now we focus where we're spending our money. We focus more on saving than spending. So that's a good thing that this pandemic is helping us to do. Number four, this pandemic help us to be mindful of the well-being of others this pandemic help us to be mindful of the well-being of other people um this week i found myself reaching out to people that i wouldn't normally reach out to asking them are they okay are their families okay and this is what this pandemic is doing is allowing us to connect even though we are far away now we're checking on the well-being on the next person or on the next family number five last but not least this pandemic revealed our intimacy level with god this pandemic revealed our intimacy level with god um i've never been so focused on my relationship with god um since then 
It's one thing to go to church. You have somebody helping you pray. You have somebody backing you up. You have somebody pumping you up. A sermon that moves your soul. But now you have to do this all by yourself. No pastor's telling you to go pray. No pastor's telling you to do. You got to do this. Now it's you and God. It's you and your relationship to God. So these five benefits came out of COVID-19. Number one, we see that this pandemic helped us to prioritize. It helped us to be conscious about our daily routine. It helped us to spend our money wisely. It helped us to be mindful of others' well-being. And it helped us it, it reveal the intimacy level uh, with God. Our intimacy level with God. So this week, as you know, we are... Uh, talking about remedy and calamities last week we cover uh three we gave you three remedies that you must do that you must take if you allow me to say that three medication that you must take and other to go through this calamity uh like a breeze to go through this calamity being a um, how would you say that? Being healthy while you go through this calamity. So we told you last week that the first thing you must do, you must start and end your day in prayer. We told you that and we showed you where we saw it. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 6 to 18 said, Rejoice always in the light in your faith. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances may be, be thankful and continually give thanks to God. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. And secondly, we told you to dedicate your life to God. We told you dedication is not a ceremony where you present something. Dedication is simply saying, God, I want you to be in everything that I do. That's what um, the psalmist says in Colossians 3.17. He said, let every details in your lives, words, action, whatever ever be done in the name of the master jesus thinking god the father every step of the way let every details in your life everything your words your action whatever you do include god in it so allow him to take complete control and this is how you dedicate your life to god last we told you um you must focus on your family. You must focus on your family. We told you that the greatest tragedy in a man's life is when he saved the world and he loses his family. That's the greatest tragedy in a man's life. So you see, the Bible even says it in Psalm 128. It says your wife and your, your, your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. But this all will happen. Yes, this will be the blessing for the man who fears God. So this is what we covered last week. And this week, we're going to give you three more remedies that you must take while you go through this time of calamity, while you go through this time of sorrow, while you go through this pandemic. We want to give you three more remedies. If last week's remedies didn't work, if they're not good enough, I want to give you three more to add on the three that you have. Now you have six medication. You have six things to help you go through this calamity. Number one, the first thing you need this week that will help you to go through this calamity, first remedy that you need is to humble yourself. The Bible tells us an amazing story uh, about King Solomon in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 13 to 16. After he was done building the temple for God and he 
finished, dedicated the temple to God. And now God came at the night. Everything was done. The party was over. Everything was done. And God was pleased to what he, he did. And God came to him at night. And God told him something. That uh, God made him a promise. And God told him, suppose I close up the sky and there isn't any rain. Suppose I command locusts to eat up the crops. And I send a plague, which we call a pandemic or epidemic, among my people. But they make themselves humble in my sight. But they make themselves humble in my sight. So God is saying, suppose all these things are happening. The sky is closing. There's no rain. Locusts is eating up all the crops. And there is a pandemic happening. And he said, if my people humble themselves in my sight. So the very first thing God require when we go into hardship is to humble ourselves. So why would God want us to humble ourselves? Number one, what is what, what does it mean to be humble? Being humble means not proud or arrogant. It's to be modest. It's having a feeling of insignificance or inferiority. So what that means, that doesn't mean you look at yourself bad. It simply means that you look at the situation you're in and understand that there's somebody who is greater than I in you. There's somebody who knows more than me in you within whatever situation that you are. And you're going to humble yourself and seek help. And this is what God is saying. If my people make themselves humble. In my sight. In other words, if they don't rely on their understanding, if they don't rely on their uh, degrees, if they don't rely on their experiences and just rely on me, he said, I will listen to them from heaven. He said, I will listen to them from heaven. He said, I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. So the first thing we need to do while we go through this pandemic, we must learn to humble ourselves. Until we learn to humble ourselves, our land cannot be healed. Our land cannot be healed. God cannot listen to our prayers until we learn to humble ourselves. I had an opportunity to listen to the news and listen to press conferences. Everyone's talking. And the, the, the things that caught my attention is how we were pumping ourselves. We were bragging on, on our education. We are bragging on our skills. Almost every single one that speak, we're saying, man, this is America. This is, uh, uh, we have one of uh, the best doctors in the world. And if anybody can get out of this, we can get out of it. We, we trust in our, um, our health. We trust in our scientists. We trust in our doctors. But no one is calling out on God. Because everyone is relying on their experiences. Everyone is relying on their degrees. Everyone is relying on their professions to help us through this time of sorrow. To help us through this pandemic. Even when you hear uh, doctors talk. Doctors tell you, man, they can only tell you what they know. But they also say there's a lot of things they don't know about this virus. 
There's things they don't know. They don't have a medication for it. They don't have a vaccine for it. So, all of a sudden, here we are. We are saying that we're the best in the business. But yet, there's things we still don't know about the situation that we're going through. So this is where me and you, we need to humble ourselves. No matter how smart we are, no matter how great we are, there's still things we do not know. And this is where it calls, we need to have a feeling of insignificance and seek help from someone else. Someone else who knows more than we. And that is God who knows more than us. The second things, the second remedy for this calamity is... We must seek God for global mercy. We must seek God for global mercy. The Bible talk of a story in 2 Samuel chapter 24. Uh, this story is about David. Although God loved David, but that didn't stop David from becoming proudful or prideful. The Bible said God told David to not count the number of soldiers that he had. And one day David wake up and he asked his generals to do so. And the Bible said his generals told him, you, you're not supposed to do that. Don't do it. But he requests that they do it anyway. And after they, they disobeyed God and the word of the Lord came to David and David got three choices to choose from he had three years of famine he had three months of running away from his enemies or he had three days of a plague david a smart guy that he is he decided he would not want us fall into the men the hand of man because you know when men started uh, you know when men have an advantage over you they will never let go and he said no i rather you got you the one that spank us. Because I know when I cried, you will lift away. You will, your heart will move toward us. And God says very well, three days it is. Three days of pandemic. I want you to know that David's disobedience caused 70,000 of people to lose their lives. One disobedience caused 70,000 people to lose their lives. But it didn't stop there. David did something that me and you would need to do. David seek God for global mercy. In verse 17, he says, When David saw the angel who was striking down the people, he said to the Lord, I have sinned, and I, the shepherd, have done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Let your hand follow me and my family. David requests for mercy for the people. And the Bible says after that, everything stopped. I want you to know that in this time we're going through, this is the time that me and you, we seek God for global mercy. This is the time that we begin to lift our voice in prayer for our governments, for our other countries. We begin to ask God to forgive them. So I want you to know right now, your prayer matter. Your voice matter. If one of us could stand before the throne of God, seeking God for global mercy, we believe that this pandemic will be done with. So I encourage you, if you're listening right now, to focus. Seek God for global mercy. 
not only for America, for Haiti, for France, for Canada, for Italy, for Spain, for China, for Russia, for all the countries in the world, Africa, the continent in general. Seek God for mercy for all of them. Last but not least, the third remedy we need in order to go through this calamity is to obey God's word. Is obedience. Obey God's word. That's what we need. What is obedience? Obedience is simply compliance with a order, a request, a law of submission to another's authority. Obedience is simply me saying, I obey. I'm okay. I'm, I'm going to do what you ask me to. The Bible says in John 13, 21, those who accept my commandment and obey them, not only you accept God's word, but when you obey God's word, it said them are the ones who love me. Wow. When you obey God's word, you show that you love them. And because they love me, my father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to them. So the moment you obey God's word, there's a revelation that will come to you. The more we obey, the more there's a revelation that will come to us. And listen to what the Bible says. Not only obedience shows that you love God, not only obedience shows that um, um, not only obedience shows that you love God, obedience will is a way of God to reveal Himself to you, but also a time like this is how we learn to obey and and Hebrew 5 8 it said even though Jesus was God's son he learned obedience from the things he suffered see obedience you not you don't just obey God in good times you have to learn to obey God in the bad times in the pandemic time in the horrible time we must learn to obey God and this is our opportunity like never before we never seen anything like this we never face anything like this as Christian for the first time we have an opportunity to love God to be obedient through our suffering even though Jesus was God's son he learned obedience from the things he suffered these are the three things, the three remedies that you need while you go through these calamities. I told you, number one, you must humble yourself because arrogance and pride only bring destruction. But when we humble ourselves, healing comes, forgiveness comes, heavens listen to our word. Second, we said we must seek God for global mercy. Although uh, pandemics come through one man's disobedience, we believe that the land can be healed to one man's obedience. So if we simply obey God and seek him, global mercy will happen. And number three, we must obey God's word. Obedience is, is proof that we love him. Obedience is what opened the door for him to reveal himself to us. And last but not least, obedience is what we learn when we go through hardship. When we go through times like this, we learn to be obedient just like his son now before i let you go i have two words of encouragement for you i want you to know number one that god is sovereign although we don't know why and how things are happening why this thing is happening and even if we did there's nothing we could do about it understand that god is sovereign the bible says 
And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Everything I have, I, that's happening has a purpose. Just like the Bible says the Lord sat as king at the flood. In the time of Noah, the Lord sat as king while the flood was happening. In our time, the Lord still sit as king through the pandemics. And secondly, I want you to know you worth more to God than you ever know. In Matthew 10, 29, the psalmist declared, I'm not two sparrows sold for a penny, yet not one of them fall to the ground outside of your father's care. And he said in verse 30, and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than any sparrows. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than anything in this world. Number one, God is sovereign. Number two, you're worth more to God than anything in this world. Those of you who are listening on this podcast and do not have Christ in your life, I would love to take this opportunity to pray with you. Accepting Jesus Christ is as easy as ABC. A, accept that I'm a sinner. B, I believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again. See, I confess with my mouth that he, he's my Lord and Savior. The Bible says if we confess with my mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again in our heart, it says we will be saved. Why don't you bow your head with me right now? Let's do this prayer together. Said Heavenly Father, I accept that I'm a sinner. I believe that Christ died and rose again for my sin. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord, my Savior forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Again, write me an email at uh, kazipodcast at gmail.com. Kazipodcast at gmail.com. Let me know if you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. And also, uh, send me a line. Let me know how you like uh, this podcast. Once again, it is your friend, your brother, Reno Marcelisa. May God bless you. Have a wonderful week in his presence. Remember, you are more to God than you will ever know.